you doing? I'll tell you what you're doing. You're listening to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. Either you are, or I'll be skipping rope with your entrails. Ta-ta. This podcast is brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash Elder Scrolls Lorecast. Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. Welcome to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. The podcast where we explore the amazing universe of the Elder Scrolls. Adventurers, welcome back to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. This is your host, Tom, or Robots. I am here by myself because Lotus is really not feeling well. So send positive thoughts his way. He's, he's got to get better. I did ask him earlier in a text when he said he wouldn't be able to join me for the show today uh, if his doctors had considered that maybe he has the Manhattan flu. Um, I don't think that's something they've looked into yet. So... Lotus, if you have the Manhattan flu, I hope you feel a lot better, buddy. Uh, anyway, it's it's me. I'm by myself. And I thought, you know what? We it's been a busy last month with the holidays and all of that stuff. We can't miss another episode. So you've got me by myself. And we have some really cool stuff to talk about today because there are some things that have been sent out to content creators that are hinting at the next year of Elder Scrolls Online. And even if you don't play Elder Scrolls Online, please understand, Elder Scrolls Online has become the prominent source for lore over the last decade. We're going to the 10th year of the game, and it has been over 10 years since we've had a mainline Elder Scrolls game. So every year they've been releasing new content. There's all sorts of new stuff to delve into, insights into the lands, the cultures, the Daedra. All sorts of fun stuff. So if you haven't been out on the internet and seen the things that content creators have been posting, they have been getting pieces, like broken pieces of what appears to be uh, transparent material. Uh, it's it's probably not glass, but it, I think it's the sort of thing you could represent, say, on a piece of glass of what appears to be a portal of some sort. I will try to do the best I can to describe this to you, but I recommend if you're listening to this on audio, then go go look this up because it's it's really cool looking. It's a, it's a really nice piece of, of artwork. All of the content creators got different pieces. A bunch of different content creators, I guess, got different pieces and the pieces were cut in certain ways. Some people got similar pieces, but within a day or two, they've decided to consolidate all these things on the internet and we ended up with an actual image of what appears to be a large circular design with what appears to be a blue colored portal in the middle with some sort of frame around the portal which appears to be golden or yellow with some designs around it and then around the portal there are what are similar to little slices of pie i guess you could say with different images in them we're going to go over each of the images we're going to delve into everything that we know so far about what this is and what it actually means for the next year of eso 
Now, one thing I want to mention before going into the details on this is that when I went last year to the Vegas event, we were celebrating the ninth year of VSO. They were talking about all the new content that was coming out in the rest of 2023. But one of the things that came up a few different times as I was talking to some of the different people who work at Zoss was that next year, 2024, was going to be awesome. That they had plans they were already working on, that this was going to be a very big year, and that for 10 years now, this game has been going and has been successful. And so they've got some really fun stuff for us. So put on your uh, detective hats or your uh, crazy uh, hot take hats. Is that a thing? Somebody needs to make a hot take hat. Uh, And let's go over the details. And I'm going to give you my thoughts on what this might mean. And sometimes I shoot. I, I like to shoot. I like to shoot way out there because if I miss, it's like, oh, it was a ridiculous guess anyway. But if I hit and I get something right with a really crazy guess, that feels really good. So here we go. This information, and you can look it up easily on uh, the UESP. They have a page here about the online 2024 chapter is what it's called if you want to look it up. And they say here, influencers received one of four different glass shards, 20 leaves, and a letter from Baragon requesting your aid. This is similar to what they've done in previous years where these also come with a letter or whatever. While also asking you, to don't involve his sister, Evely Sharp Arrow. Baragon is Evely's brother, and Evely shows up in a few of the different things that you do in ESO. She's kind of one of those, uh, she's not really a companion in the same sense as some of the companions that you can unlock and bring with you, but she's one of those characters, one of those NPCs that shows up in the main quest lines and kind of uh, touches base with you and helps you figure things out, all of that. This is what the letter says. Adventurer. Gather your allies and head for the southwest coast. I'm investigating a band of my kind that has abandoned the pact, and I require your assistance. They appear to be searching for something of great importance. They're well-armed and clearly dangerous, so be careful. From what I could discern of their plans, it had something to do with the fragment included in this letter or with this letter. Examine it closely and report your findings back to me personally in Grotwood. Perhaps we can solve this puzzle together. Don't allow any would-be emperors or saliash, bad with pronunciations, uh, ruins to delay you. And don't tell my sister she's perfectly capable of finding trouble without your help, Baragon. So let's dissect this a little bit. There are some definite details here. First of all, Baragon and Evely are Bosmer. They're talking about the pact. They're talking about Grotwood. This is seems to be something very focused on the Bosmer, which is good. We haven't gotten a Bosmer focused story recently. So members of the Bosmer race who are abandoning the pact and don't let any would be emperors. We've had some storylines with some would be emperors recently or Saliach ruins Saliach is another word for Aeliad. Aeliad ruins. Places with would-be emperors and Aeliad ruins. That sounds like somewhere between somewhere in Valenwood? Valenwood? Valen, Valen, and uh, Cyrodiil. 
So it looks like we're moving towards that part of the map, but a lot of the Valenwood area is already laid out and it's explored. But there is a section that's kind of between the two that hasn't been added to the map yet. So keep that in mind. The uh, fragments are all part of the same design. It describes here again, maybe this is a little bit more clear than my version of it, consisting of what appears to be a glass piece with 12 patterns around an interior design. Starting from the top and going clockwise, the segments include what appears to be a leer, potentially a symbol of Jeffrey or Vivek, or a part of the interior design. I'm going to go with uh, Jeffrey, Ifray, lots of different names for him. Uh, being that this is Bosmeri focused, I think this is probably focused on that, not Vivek. We just did Dark Elves and all of that on the last year's stuff. So probably not that. Next, around the circle, moving clockwise around the circle in the roughly one o'clock position, we have the Eye of Hermaeus Mora, who was just in last year's expansion and had something to do with saving the world so well uh, we'll just leave that where it is for now I, I won't go into spoilers about that stuff the next on the circle i guess the two o'clock position i guess you could say is a tree yes a tree there are four of these they show up diagonally so across the object like opposite of this and then in the what would be four o'clock and then ten o'clock position so you've got like Two o'clock, four o'clock, uh, what is that? Eight o'clock, ten o'clock, I think. Yeah, that's that's how, that's where those go <laughs> if this was a clock. Uh, but these are trees, and the color is different. The color of the Hermaeus Mora part and every other one around the circle is a blue design on a kind of greenish background. This is a tree, and it is very uh, orangey-brown colored. It says here in the UESP, this design is repeated four times. One notable tree with four rest locations is the currently missing Falanesti, or it is possibly just a reference to seasonal change in general. Falanesti, the traveling Bosmeri city that is somehow not on the map anywhere. We don't know where it is. We've talked about this before. Next, at the three o'clock position, an eye surrounded by wings. An eye is prominently featured in the symbols of the Mages Guild and the College of Winterhold. So this has something to do potentially with mages. Makes sense. I mean, portals are magic. I mean, there's a big portal in the middle, right? So mages, portal. Okay, that makes sense. Next, another tree pattern, which is basically the same as the original tree, just kind of flipped like it's mirrored. Uh, down at the four o'clock position, we have a lantern. Actually, I'm sorry. This is the five o'clock position. We have a lantern. There are numerous significant allusions to lanterns in Tamriel's history. Examples include the order of the lamp, the twin lamps, and the drowned lamp. Why would we have a lantern here? Well, let's go through each of these possibilities. The order of the lamp is a group of knights who protect the mages guild. The Twin Lamps is an underground society of abolitionists in Morrowind. And the the final one, the Drowned Lamp, is a reference to uh, the 36 Lessons of Vivek. This shows up in one of Vivek's writings. Uh, the Morrowind stuff, I don't think, makes as much sense. But the Order of the Lamp, protecting the Mages Guild, if the previous symbol has to do with mages, 
could make some sense. Down at the bottom of the design, we have another leer. This is the opposite of the top. Same exact design, just on the top and the bottom. And then we end up moving to the seven o'clock position and we have we have a tree design, but this is not the same tree that you see four times around the sides of this. This is another blue symbol that appears to be what uh, I guess you could say looks like a tree design inside something that looks more like a spade. Uh, it describes here uh, a notable tree design. It shares similarities with the blessed life tree commonly used by the aliens, while the surrounding design around the tree shares similarities with a green packed symbol associated with wood elves, the Bosmer. So another wood elf reference, but in connection to the aliens, aliens were all over Tamriel, but mostly congregated in the center near Cyrodiil. It's another focus on that direction. All right, after that, we have the tree pattern again. And then over at the nine o'clock, we have two crescent moons. Now you might be thinking, Massar Secunda, is this related to, I don't know, the Khajiit or Lorcan or something like that? No, actually, this is exactly the symbol of the city of Skingrad. Skingrad was a place that you could visit. You can't visit it in ESO right now, but you can visit it in Oblivion. Oblivion is, there's a few details here. Oblivion, of course, the game that came out before Skyrim, it's fairly old at this point, is probably getting a remaster. There are rumors out there about an Oblivion remaster by Bethesda that might be launching later this year. We might have some more information about that this month as there's more Xbox and Microsoft and Bethesda updates coming. But this is also a city in the southwestern part of Cyrodiil, which is close to the border with Valenwood. Skingrad has something to do with this, and it all seems to be located in that, that little section. Next, we have a repetition with the tree pattern again, and then at the top left, in the 11 o'clock position, a symbol that shares the shape of a crown that was once worn by Mephala. So at the top of this object, we have two symbols that reference Daedric princes, Mephala and Hermaeus Mora. Just a reminder, Mephala is associated with murder, lies, deception, sex, and secrets. Also spiders, lots of spiders. So what do we make of this? Well, that's not all yet. The symbol that is closer to the portal, the actual blue portal in the center, which appears to have kind of this uh, pattern that looks almost like a cross, but it's a it's an it's a centered cross. It's not like a like a T-shaped cross, like when you think of like Christian symbology. It's a it's a cross with blue lines that move up and down and then left and right. And at the top of the oblong portal shape and at the bottom are two other circles. These two other circles have to do with the city of Fargrave, which is a city in Oblivion. Both of these symbols are between the Lear and the actual physical part of the, uh, the portal in the middle. They're kind of in and on the frame part of it. So Fargrave, a city that is an Oblivion that is mysterious and 
And as uh, the UESP says, uh, it's an, on an, or in an obscure demiplane of oblivion. It functions as a crossroads where the paths through oblivion become easier to navigate. This was part of the previous update from 2022. It looks like we have a number of things coming together. New information about the Bosmer, a reference to Hermaeus Mora, Mafala, who may be the focus of this future year of stuff, along with Hermaeus Mora, potentially. Also, Aliens, the Mages Guild, and portals that have something to do with Oblivion. What does this all mean? Well, I have a theory, but first we gotta go thank our patrons. So I'm gonna go do that, and I will be right back. This is Hamish Morak, Dragonborn, and you are educating yourself to the Elder Scrolls lore cast. All right, welcome to the middle of the show. Thank you for all of your support, for listening, for being here, and to our patrons for helping to support the show as well. Over on patreon.com slash Elder Scrolls Lorecast, we have some new patrons. We've got a lot of new people coming in lately. Thank you to all of you. I'm, I'm excited to have new members of our community and people who just help us keep this show going. We couldn't do it without you. Big shout outs to our newest members, Andrej H, who I think I might have shouted out last time, but when you sign up on the day of the recording of the show, sometimes I'd always remember, uh, Brick, Brook O, Riley the Man Whore, who uh, probably picked that name just so I would have to say Man Whore on the, on the show, uh, Big Tex Mex 51, White Paw, and Joshua, thank you for signing up. Welcome. I hope you're enjoying the ad free episodes. The episodes, the original. It's not exactly 90. There are some of those episodes in the middle that didn't get the early episodes, the first uh, over a year of content that is only available on the Patreon when it was just me before Lotus joined and the show got real good. Uh, so if you want to hear bad old episodes, you can sign up uh, on the Patreon. You can also get stickers and T-shirts and join us on future episodes of our patron chats. Also, I have to shout out our Daedric Princes, Belli Peritus, Kiracy, and Sheogoreth's Sweet Roll wonderful name uh thank you for your support and thank you to all 112 active current patrons on the patreon also if you'd like to help us out in other ways you can leave a review on apple podcasts this one came in from rar dino 666 is a five-star review those are the ones i read out this one says amazing esl introduced me to the world of podcast and is super easy to follow for beginner listeners or background sound been listening to patreon for about a year now and tom and lotus have me looking forward to this podcast every week the best podcast to keep you entertained at work on long car rides or as background while gaming they are super kind and involved in their discord and they are always honest about if they have to skip a week's episodes 10 out of 10 would recommend. Thank you so much rar dino that's also a wonderful name uh also you can support the show by rating us on Spotify by sharing it with your friends, by tossing recorded episodes on VHS tapes into uh, a community bins for recycling and with the hopes that somebody finds them. All right, there you go. Uh, let's get back to the rest of the episode. You're listening to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast, dear child of Sidis. That is why the Night Mother loves you. 
All right, I'm back. And I have a theory about what all of this means. And first of all, I just want to apologize. This will be a shorter episode. I don't have Lotus to banter off of here, but I wanted to make sure you got something. So I hope I hope you're enjoying this. And by the way, before I go into my details, I would absolutely love to hear any of your theories, because who knows, maybe mine are just bonkers and crazy and out there and somebody else is going to have a better sense of all of this because you guys are pretty smart. So here, here's my theory. All right. We have the representation of a portal that let's, let's look at the symbols in order of prominence, the big portal in the middle. All right. Big portal in the middle. Does it look like an oblivion portal? No, it doesn't. It's similar, but it is different. It looks like something crafted by elves, not like something crafted by Daedra. This looks like an elven design. Piece number one. Piece number two. The next most repeated motif in this entire thing are the trees. They appear to be fairly large trees. I think Falinesti, like the, the moving city of elves in the trees, is a really good guess here. And this is something I speculated about last year. Because it's a piece of the lore that's just been sitting out there and nothing's happened with it. And it would be amazing to cover an actual city in the trees, to be able to go visit a place like that, to have an explanation of where it's been and what's going on with it. So that is the next most prominent piece. Aside from that, you have the Leers and the Fargrave symbols on the edges of the design, the top and the bottom. Those leers might be anchor points to the rest of the design. They might have something to do with tonal magic. Tonal magic is more of a Dwemer thing, but maybe aliens were doing something with that. Maybe the Mages Guild is investigating something to do with tonal magic. Maybe that's one of the reasons why the Falinesti city disappeared. It's the reason why the Dwemer disappeared. It had something to do with tonal magic, potentially. We don't really know. But maybe that's incorporated as well. What else do we have? Well, we have symbols that represent things. We've got two Daedra at the top. So something's going on with Daedra. Maybe they're using the power of those Daedra. Maybe they're making deals with them in order to do something. Or maybe those are the enemies that this group is warning us about. We don't know. We also have a symbol about the Mages Guild and potentially two symbols with the Order of Lamp about the Mages Guild. So that seems like something that we will definitely see. There is some sort of group of mages potentially from the Mages Guild or came from like descended from people who were part of the Mages Guild and their knight protectors potentially having to deal with this. So that could be a thing as well. There's symbology here also for Bosmer, for Aliads and the city of Skingrad. All of those things are in a specific location the area between Valenwood and Cyrodiil. So we have who we think are the main people and groups involved, especially the Bosmer. This letter is written by Baragon. He is a Bosmer. He's worried about some of his kind that have abandoned the pact. The other symbols on this, the, the Leers, could be related to Jeffrey, who is worshipped by the Bosmer and is related to the stuff going on with the pact. So all of this could make sense. Maybe this is something that a group of renegade Bosmer mages 
have been working on in order to bring Falaneste back into the world through a portal. Where is that portal aimed? Well, we only have one sign on here that gives a specific location. Actually, we have two, but there's one that seems to define where this portal might be going. One is the two symbols of Fargrave on the portal itself, which seems to signify to me transition between Oblivion Plains and Tamriel. So if we know this portal is connecting to somewhere in Oblivion that Falaneste maybe is in currently, then where does the portal lead to? The only other symbol we have is Skingrad, the city of Skingrad between Valenwood and Cyrodiil. It's, it's on the Cyrodiil side, but, you know, these borders are a little bit fuzzy, depending on the time of history and all of that. So is this a portal? Are there mages who are working to bring Falaneste back into Tamriel and to drop it on the city of Skingrad or somewhere nearby? Maybe. Maybe that's what this is. It seems like that would be a problem. It doesn't seem like bringing the city of Falaneste back into the world and saying, okay, well, there's this open plot of land over here. You can just have that. That doesn't seem to be a problem. But the idea of using what appears to be ancient alien magic connected with Daedra, connected with these renegade mages that are abandoning the pact in order to bring a tree city, a walking tree city back into Tamriel on top of Skingrad seems to be a problem. Maybe that's not what this is saying, but that appears to be where this is going in my mind. Oh, and also I made a prediction about Falaneste coming back into the game and all of that like a year ago, which I mentioned before. And if that comes true, then that's super cool because I predicted this a year ago before we had even had like any of this stuff. So that's where we're at. That's what I think this means. I don't have any other theories that I have come up with. I've seen some other things other people have written, but I'm interested in what you think. I'm interested in what Lotus thinks too, but Lotus isn't here. Lotus is getting better. And I would love for you to give me your theories. Feel free to crap all over mine, break it down and say, ah, it's impossible because it can't be this or whatever, or share your own and be like, or, or maybe there's other things that you can notice that, that help support my theory. I don't know, but join us on the discord. Let us know your thoughts. And that's today's episode. I hope you have a wonderful week. We will be back next week. Hopefully Lotus will be feeling all better by then. And until then, stay safe out there. Watch out for tree cities landing on your town, because that sounds like danger. <laughs> All right. See you next time, everybody. Thanks for joining us. We'd love to hear from you. You can reach me on Twitter at robots underscore radio or Lotus of Doom at Lotus of Doom. Also, you can join us on the Robots Radio Discord channel. You can easily just search Robots Radio Discord on Google or check the description underneath the podcast. Also, this podcast is recorded live every week on Thursday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on the Robots Radio channels on Twitch, YouTube, and on Facebook. So just search Robots Radio on any of those platforms. Come join us. We'd love to chat with you while we record the show or before or after. 
Either way, just come hang out with us. And if you're looking for more information about my shows and the shows on the Robots Radio Network, go to robotsradio.net for all the information about all the shows on the network, including the Robots Radio Rocket Club, where I help both new and existing podcasters to grow their shows, build their audiences, and create the best podcasts they possibly can. All of that at robotsradio.net. We'll see you next time.